Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the AWS Podcast. Simon Alicia here with you. Great to have you back. I'm joined by a special guest. I'm joined by Sundar Jayasheka, who is a Senior Product Manager in our WAF team. And uh, welcome to the podcast, Sundar. Great. Thank you, Simon. Thanks for having me. Good to have you here. Now, we're going to go a little deep on AWS WAF. And so we'll start maybe with first principles. And you can tell us, you know, what is a WAF? What is it for? And then we'll get into the details of what AWS WAF is. Okay. So over to you. <laughs> yeah, perfect. So WAF is, um, like everybody knows, it's a web application firewall. Uh, it's either an appliance or service or what have you. It, it is an entity that uh, basically monitors, filters, and inspects your HTTP and HTTPS requests. And uh, it's primarily a layer seven tool. Layer 7 uh, being primarily HTTP and HTTPS protocol, and AWS WAF is no different from other WAFs, uh, and it does exactly that. And, and this is a really interesting use case because, you know, anyone who's got any you know, internet-facing service um, knows that pretty much most services are under attack all the time. <laughs> well, that's kind of just what happens out, out there in the wild west of the uh, the internet, isn't it? That's absolutely right. So if you look at uh, the HTTP protocol itself, I mean, you can have uh, a number of different appliances and products deployed as part of your edge network uh, to kind of keep the bad guys out. But you still have to have this uh, uh, the port 18, port 443, just to allow, open it to the whole world to allow web traffic to come through. And some of the bad guys take advantage of that hole being there across the perimeter security to get right right into your service. Exactly. You've got you to show your service somehow and that then you want the good people to come in and your customers to come in and keep the bad people out. So maybe let's talk about the specifics. Tell us about AWS WAF in particular and you know, what it does, what its capabilities are. Yeah, sure. Uh, that's a good question, actually. So uh, AWS WAF came out about a couple of years ago. October 2015 is when we launched it. Um, and we did launch AWS WAF in spite of there being a few WAFs out there on AWS in the form of, uh, you know, sellers selling army-based WAFs, as well as some of the other uh, uh, virtual virtual appliance-based WAFs out there. So one of the key reasons that we launched our own WAF is, you know, customers were not happy with the solutions they had. Uh, with an army-based WAF, you have to deploy your own servers, you have to manage the infrastructure, uh, and, and they're not cheap. Um, you know, if you look at a... Uh, uh, a reasonably, reasonably sized uh, army-based WAF, it costs uh, a couple of thousand dollars to deploy them, uh, and and it wasn't uh, it was there was no WAF solutions for the for a customer who wanted to spend a few hundreds of dollars, for example. Uh, and also another deficiency in in the WAFs that existed then was uh, lack of API support, uh, and they were extremely hard to deploy as well. If you look at the hundreds of thousands of rules they came with, they had to be tuned, uh, otherwise they would not work. So we kept all these things in mind and launched our own WAF in October 2015, which kind of addressed all this. It's easy to deploy, it's pay-as-you-go, it has 100% uh, API support for the DevOps model, and, and obviously it's a completely managed platform and you don't have to worry a thing about managing the fleet. Mm, and that, that's one of the things is that, you know, in this, in this domain, scale becomes a big issue because, you know, threats can come from many locations and many volumes as well. And as you said in the past, you've had to stand up you know, an appliance, a server, an instance, etc. You're you're now now you've got more than one layer to manage. Um, this takes that away. And you're right. The other nice thing is with the API control is that anyone deploying an application can essentially activate the WAF capability wrapped around their particular application. And this means that there's kind of no excuse to not be secure. And I'm seeing this more and more with customers who are adopting 
uh, what's being called DevSecOps, which is DevOps with security built in, which is kind of how it should be anyway. Um, but this this kind of makes it real, and and it's interesting in the in the WAF domain, you know. The, probably the biggest thing that people talk about are the rule sets. Uh, you know, what are the rules that, that are, are scanned for? What traffic is being inspected? How do we know what a threat looks like, et cetera? And there's been a few um, big changes in this space recently. Uh, one of them was just announced at reInvent. Maybe do you want to talk to us about what these managed rule sets look like? No, absolutely. Yeah, this was a pretty significant release for us and and something that customers have asked us for a while now. Uh, so AWS WAF today is look at uh, look at it as uh, like an empty box. It comes with a very powerful and yet a very flexible rule language. Uh, but before reInvent uh, or before November 29th, when we launched managed roles, customers had to write their own roles. Uh, we had made it easy to write them, but they still had to, you know, lift the finger and write those roles. And a lot of customers came to us and said, look, we don't want to be in a business of writing security rules. Um, if you can provide us some checkbox solutions for, you know, PCI compliance needs or uh, rules for OWASP top 10 and, uh, you know, botnet protection, if you can, you know, either AWS writes it themselves or, you know, partner it with somebody, just give us some checkbox solutions. And we took that back to the whiteboard and said, hey, how, how best can we do that? And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, really excited to say that we launched uh, managed rules on AWS WAF on November 29th during the reInvent week. And we partnered with uh, five big names. Um, super excited about it. Five big names with 11 different products that customers can buy buy in Marketplace today. And once you purchase it within seconds, and actually we actually timed that from the time you hit the first click to the time it becomes available for use is about seven seconds. So we are super, super excited. And, and, the, oh, yeah. and the range of products vary from, you know, CBE-related um, uh, common uh, vulnerabilities and exposure-related rule sets to botnets to um, rules for uh, CMS, which is the content management servers, as well as the OWASP top 10 and botnet protection. So we have a, a good mix of products uh, within those 11, 11, uh, 11 products that we launched. And and again, this is not the end of it. We, we are partnering with a couple of big names, so stay tuned. And uh, these products are just going to increase in time. Exactly. And, and it's really interesting, that that area, because really the the rule sets themselves have have huge value, and that's why they, they exist in a marketplace. And to have... Uh, Expert organizations constantly working and updating these rule sets and then feeding them through automatically into the AWS WAF platform becomes a very powerful security posture for customers where, again, they're not having to maintain these, these lists and, and write their own rules. They're getting kind of industry best practice rules updated all the time, which is pretty nice. But, um, but the other thing that you can do is you can, of course, write your own rules and it's pretty flexible. I mean, you've got rate based rules. You've got different, um, rule structures you can create. You can, do all kinds of weird and wonderful things. So I guess we're, we're trying to focus on allowing the flexibility for customers as well as being able to take things off the shelf. No, you're absolutely right, right, Simon. You hit it on the nail. So uh, <clears throat> customers, in addition to you know deploying these these managed rules within a few seconds, they still get the benefits of uh, in everything else, you know, the flexible and powerful rule language to kind of customize the rules. Uh, I mean, we're not saying that every one of your use cases, security use cases, is going to be met with the products on marketplace. Uh, for for those we have, for for those you you, you can uh, still use the the flexible rule language to kind of address those issues. Uh, another key thing that to understand here is, you know, like you pointed out, these are rules managed. Uh, they're not really written by the security experts who've been in the business for many years, if not multiple decades. Uh, they're also managed for you, so it's not a one-time thing. These rules are kept uh, uh, updated for you. Uh, because any threat landscape is currently change, 
constantly changing. The bad guys are always innovating. So the way SQLi injection attack happened five years ago is not the way it's happening today. So if the rules are not updated, they go obsolete. So we've kept that in mind. And and for the same price that customers pay for the managed rules, they get auto-update for free. And some of these updates happen on a daily basis. Mm, and that, that's really important because the, the threat landscape is is constantly evolving. Actually, one, one new feature that came out a little while back that I was super nerdily excited about um, probably unreasonably so was um, was when uh, AWS WAF support start to support regex for the uh, for the rules, which is really handy in terms of string matching and other stuff. So that's that's another way to to build really sophisticated. No, absolutely. Rules, so we uh, we launched a couple of new capabilities on the on the uh, security rule language itself. One was regex, like you mentioned, uh, because we heard from the customers, look, a string match condition kind of addresses a lot of the needs we have, like blocking referrers and blocking user agents. But we really need regex because a lot of our rules are written in regex, and we really want to port those over to AWS WAF. Um, so as of a couple of months ago, we reached, uh, we launched regex and along with regex, we also launched a couple of other things, Simon, uh, kind of, these are kind of opens up new, um, uh, use cases. One was geo IP blocking. So, uh, with the IP match set and IP blocking capabilities, now you can also block traffic coming from certain countries. You can either blacklist them or whitelist them. And more importantly, you can combine these geo IP rules with uh, all the other existing rules. That's what makes this rule language so powerful. For example, if you want to particularly, if you want to allow a particular user agent from, I don't know, let's say Russia, you can do that. If you want to block a certain referrer from, from China, you can do that. So you can be very specific and laser focused on what you allow and what you block. Um, and that we've made that available as well. And that is super powerful because I mean, you know, really, you know, people who have a sophisticated security posture will be will be monitoring uh, what's going on in terms of the threat landscape and what they're being attacked by, essentially, and take those mitigations. That's that's the whole point of the of the, of the WAF is to to block things out. Um, and it's probably worth mentioning that you know AWS WAF does provide that real time visibility as well, so you get to see. Uh, all the details about the IP addresses, the locations, URIs, user agents and referrers, et cetera, that's coming through. And it integrates with our old friend, Amazon CloudWatch. So um, you can set alarms and you can really have a, an automated kind of closed loop. Yeah, absolutely. Like you said that. it all. I don't think I need to add anything more. Uh, yeah, visibility. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk, maybe let's talk pricing then. Let, let's talk about, you know, what is, what is this, how does the pricing work? Uh, for, we've uh, kept pricing very simple. Uh, we, set it, we set it on day one and we haven't changed it at all. Um, so the pricing works in two dimensions. Uh, one is a flat fee, which is uh, you, you pay a dollar uh, per rule per month, and that's metered hourly. And the second dimension is you pay by the number of requests that are inspected by your rule. And that's 60 cents per million request. Um, so what we've done with managed rules as well. Uh, so for managed rules, you pay additional charges. So these charges are set by the seller itself. Uh, you can call them sellers or security vendors who have the products on marketplace. So they set their own prices. So that, that those prices will be in addition to the WAF charges. Um, and, and what's important to remember there is the managed rules uh, pricing dimension is exactly same as as that of AWS WAF, which is you have a flat fee per month and as well as a request volume based fee. Fantastic, Not, nice and simple, and um, and we have a, a global audience of the podcast. It is the same pricing in all the available regions, so there's not even different region yeah. pricing to worry about. So it's nice and clean, which which basically I guess means there's, there's no excuse not to have WAF. Uh, absolutely, in your like one of our uh, one of our senior uh, executives at uh, AWS said, you know, using WAF should be like brushing teeth. So there's absolutely no reason why they shouldn't be using it. 
<laughs> Got to do the right thing. That's good. So if people want to get started, they can simply jump onto the website. Um, there's a good getting started webinar and some videos. There are also the pre-configured rules and some tutorials about getting going. Uh, you can use um, CloudFormation. You can use the API uh, um, to, to create things, command line, etc. So it's pretty nifty. Um, you can also integrate Lambda as well into some of the things that, that go on. So lots of guidelines there. So pretty easy to get going. Any other tips, uh, Sunday, you'd like to share with the listeners about uh, using WAF, where it fits, what they should um, think about? The the one thing I wanted to reiterate, and I might have kind of talked about this, is you know we've put out a WAF out there, which is not not it's for both the sophisticated users as well as not so sophisticated users, right? Um, so you can, uh, like you mentioned, you can use Lambda, for example, to implement what we call security automation. Uh, we recently put out a, a, a botnet detection out there, and I'm, I'm talking about this example just to illustrate how powerful and innovative your solutions can be, just kind of a mixing and matching AWS WAF with other AWS services, which is one of the key benefits of using AWS WAF versus any other WAF. For example, we implemented a honeypot URL botnet where um, you know we, we let the customer kind of hide a URL within their website that's not visible, but can be kind of... Uh, uh, so you can scrape it for content. So if a botnet were to access that particular URL, which uh, shows up in the robot.txt as a not do not access, we would actually extract that particular botnet's IP address uh, from the web logs and plug it into the IP blacklist on WAF. And boom, that, that bot is uh, kind of blocked. So this nice. is uh, this solution is uh, was only possible because AWS WAF integrates so closely with API Gateway. It in- integrates with Lambda as well as the numerous other services. So these these kind of innovative solutions um, are possible through security automation and using AWS WAF along with all the other services. Yeah, I think that's you know for security professionals, this is a super exciting prospect because suddenly you're really tightening that response loop about identifying a threat and responding to a threat rather than these sort of long elongated processes. It's 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 basically near real time security, which is what we're looking for. So that's very exciting. Hey, Sunda, thanks so much for coming on the podcast and sharing. Great, thank you, Simon. Happy details. to be here. Thank you, and thanks everyone for listening. We do love to get your feedback. AWS Podcast at Amazon.com. Get secure, get your WAF on. Lots of links in the show notes. And until next time, keep on building.